Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz and welcome to another Bible Ring of the Day. Today, for our first part of the reading, your NIV version, we are going to be in, um, just give me a second here. I, I organized myself for a minute. Um, we are going to be in Isaiah 32, 1 through 20. And then we're going to go to, for your uh, ESV readings, Leviticus 6, 1 through 30, and then Acts 6, 1 through 15. Let's, so let's go ahead and read the scripture. The kingdom of righteousness. See, a king will reign in righteousness, and rulers will rule with justice. Each man will be a shelter from the wind, and a refuge from the storm, like streams of water in the desert, and the shadow of a great rock in a thirsty land. Then the eyes of those who see will no longer be closed, and the ears of those who hear will listen. The mind of the rash will know and understand, and the stammering tongue will be fluent and clear. No longer will the fool be called noble, nor the scoundrel be higher respected. For the fool speaks folly, his mind is busy with evil. He practices ungodliness. And spreads air concerning the Lord, the the hungry he leaves empty. And from the thirsty he withholds water. The scoundrel's methods are wicked. He makes up evil schemes to us to destroy the poor with lies, even when the plea of the needy is just. But the noble man makes noble plans, and by noble deeds he stands. The woman of The women of Jerusalem... You women who are so complacent, rise up and listen to me. You daughters who feel secure, hear what I have to say. In little more, in little more than a year, you will feel secure. With you, you who feel secure will tremble. The grape harvest will fail, and the harvest is of fruit will not come. Tremble, you complacent women. Shudder, you daughters who feel secure. Strip off your clothes with sackcloth around your waist. Beat your breasts for the pleasant fields, for the fruitful vines. From the land of my people, a land overgrown with thorns and briars. Yes, mourn for all houses of merriment. And for this city of revelry, the fortress will be abandoned, the noisy cities deserted. Sildel and Watchtower will become a wasteland forever. The delight of donkeys, a pasture for the flocks, till the Spirit is poured upon us from on high, and the desert becomes a fertile field, and the fertile field seems like a forest. Justice will dwell in the desert, and righteousness live in the fertile field, the fruit of the righteousness will be peace. The effect of righteousness will be quietness and confidence forever. My people will live in peaceful dwelling places and secure homes. In undisturbed places of rest. Though hail flattens the force, the city is leveled completely. How blessed you will be, sowing your seed by every stream and letting your cattle and donkeys range free. Let's go ahead and head to your new for your ESV readings.
Hi everyone, um, now we're in your ESV reading. Leviticus 6, 1-30 through 30 is our first part. Then Acts 6, 1-15, through 15, let's go ahead and read the scripture. The Lord spoke to Moses saying, If anyone sins and commits a breach of faith against the Lord by deceiving his neighbor in a matter of de deposit or security or through no robbery, or if he has oppressed his neighbors or has found something lost and lied about it, swearing falsely, in any of all the things that people do and sin thereby, if he has sinned and has realized his guilt, will restore what he took by robbery or what he got by oppression of the deposit that was committed to him or the last thing, last thing that he found or anything about which he has sworn falsely. He shall restore it. In full, and shall add a fifth of to it, and give it to him to whom it belongs. And the day, on the day he realizes his guilt, and he shall bring to the priest as his compensation to the Lord a ram without blemish, or out of the flock, or if it's or its equivalent for a guilt offering. And the full priest shall make atonement for him before the Lord, and he shall be forgiven for any of the things that one may do, and thereby become guilty. The priests and the offerings. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Com Command Aaron and his sons, saying, This is the law of the burnt offering. The burnt offering shall be on the hearth of, of the altar all night until the morning, and the fire of the altar shall be kept burning on it. And the priest shall put on his linen garment and put his linen undergarment on his body. And he shall take up the ashes to which the fire has reduced the burnt offering on the altar and put them beside the altar. Then he shall take off his garments and, and put on the garments and carry the ashes outside the camp to a clean place. The fire on the altar shall be kept burning on it, shall not go out. The priest shall be shall burn wood on it every morning, and he shall arrange the burnt offering on it, and shall burn on it the fat of the peace offering. Fire shall be kept burning on the altar continually. It shall not go out. And this is the law of the grain offering. The sons of Aaron shall offer it before the Lord in front of the altar, and he, and one shall take from it a handful of the fine flour of the grain offering and its oil and all the frankincense that is on the grain offering um, and burnt this as, as its memorial portion on the altar, a pleasing aroma to the Lord. And the rest of it Aaron and his sons shall eat. It shall be eaten unleavened in the holy place. In the court of the tent of meeting they shall eat it. It shall not be baked with leaven. I have given it as their portion of my food offerings. It is a thing most holy like the sin offering and the guilt offering. Every male among the children of Aaron may eat of it, as decreed forever throughout your generations, for the Lord's food offerings. Whatever touches them shall be whole, become holy. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, This is the offering that Aaron and his sons shall offer to the Lord on the day when he is atoned. A tenth of an ephah, a fine flour as a regular grain offering, half of, of it in the morning and half in the evening, shall be made with oil on a griddle. You shall bring it well mixed in baked pieces like a grain offering, and offer it for a pleasing aroma to the Lord. 
The priest from among Aaron's sons, who is anointed to succeed him, shall offer it to the Lord as a decree forever. The whole of, of it shall be burned. Every grain offering of a priest shall be wholly burnt, burned, shall not be eaten. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and his son, saying, This is the law of the sin offering. In the place where the burnt offering is killed, shall the sin offering be killed before the Lord. It is most holy. The priest who offers it to, for sin shall, be, shall eat it. In a holy place it shall be eaten in the court of the tent meeting. Whatever touches it, its flesh shall be holy. And when any of its blood is splashed on a garment, you shall wash that one, that arm which is, it was pleat, splashed in a holy place. The earthenware vessel is which it is boiled shall be broken. But if it is boiled in a bronze vessel, that shall be scorned, scoured, and rinsed in water. Every male among the priests may eat of it. It is most holy. But no sin offering shall be eaten from which any blood is brought into the tent of meeting to make atonement in the holy place. Shall be burned up with fire. Okay, let's go ahead and head to your New Testament reading. Okay, so now we're in Acts 6, 1 through 15. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. Seven chosen to serve. Now in these days, when the disciples were increasing in number, a complaint by the Hellenists arose against the Hebrews because their widows were being neglected in the daily distribution. And the twelve summoned the full number of the disciples and said, It is not right that we should give up preaching the word of God to serve tables. Therefore, brothers, pick out from... Among you seven men of good repute, full of the spirit and of wisdom, whom we will appoint to this duty. But we will devote ourselves to prayer and to the ministry of the word. And what they said pleased the whole gathering. They chose Stephen, a man full of faith and the Holy Spirit, and, and Philip the Prochorus, and, and Prochorus, and Nicanor, and Timon and Parmenas and Nicholas, and proselyte of Antioch. These they set before the apostles, and they prayed and laid their hands on them. And the word of God continued to increase, and the number of disciples multiplied greatly in Jerusalem. And a great many of the priests became obedient to the faith. Stephen is seized. And Stephen, full of grace and power, was doing great wonders and signs among the people. Then some of those who belonged to the synagogue of the freemen, as it was called, and of the Cyrenians and the Alexandrians, and of those from Cilicia and, and Asia, rose up and disrupted and disputed with Stephen. But they could not withstand the wisdom and the, of, and the spirit with which he was speaking. Then they secretly instigated men who said we have heard him speak blasphemies blasphemous words against moses and god they stirred up the people and the elders and the scribes and they came up again up upon him and seized him and brought him before the council they set up false witnesses 
who said, This man never ceased to speak words against the holy place and the law. For we have heard him say that this Jesus of Nazareth will destroy this place and will change the customs that Moses delivered to us. And gazing at him, all who sat in the council saw that his face was like the face of an angel. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Father in heaven, I just praise you. I thank you for everything, Lord God. I just ask that you be with us. Watch over us and keep us safe from the enemy. Help us to spread the gospel, Lord God. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a good day.